Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. Nearly 20 years ago, my parents divorced. To this day, it remains the most soul-wrenching experience I have had to endure thus far. Things didn't really get better until I moved out for college and was no longer a child of what might be called a broken family. Through the eight years between my parents' divorce and my becoming a legal adult, I found courage and strength in the knowledge that we have a Heavenly Father. He loves me. He loves you. We also have a Savior, Jesus Christ, who adopts us into His family when we enter the waters of baptism and make and keep sacred covenants or promises with Him. Knowledge of the plan of salvation, that I am a member of an eternal and perfect family, and that I can reach out to my Heavenly Father whenever I feel fatherless or orphaned, carried me through those times, even when I sometimes felt frustrated or uncomfortable during certain lessons and on most Father's Days. This knowledge continues to support me today in whatever trials I face. Unfortunately, divorce is fairly common in our society, particularly no-fault divorce. It is easy to accept the world's view that marriage is designed to fulfill the desires of men and women. But we have learned from church leaders that children are truly the central aspect of a marriage. In 2012, President Dallin H. Oaks affirmed this truth and taught that children's well-being is strongly influenced by whether their parents are married and the nature and duration of that marriage. He then quoted a Harvard Law professor who stated, The current American story about marriage, as told in the law and in much popular literature, goes something like this. Marriage is a relationship that exists primarily for the fulfillment of the individual spouses. If it ceases to perform this function, no one is to blame, and either spouse may terminate it at will. Children hardly appear in the story. At most, they are rather shadowy characters in the background. President Oaks cautioned, Our church leaders have taught that looking upon marriage as a mere contract that may be entered into at pleasure and severed at the first difficulty is an evil meriting severe condemnation, especially where children are made to suffer. And children are impacted by divorces. Over half of the divorces in a recent year involved couples with minor children. Divorce is not God's law. The Apostle Paul taught, Neither is the man without the woman, neither the woman without the man, in the Lord. In 2011, President Thomas S. Monson lamented, I believe the saddest and most discouraging responsibility I have each week is the handling of cancellations of ceilings. Each one was preceded by a joyous marriage in the house of the Lord, where a loving couple was beginning a new life together and looking forward to spending the rest of eternity with each other. And then months and years go by, and for one reason or another, love dies. It may be the result of financial problems, lack of communication, uncontrolled tempers, interference from in-laws, entanglement in sin. 
there are any number of reasons. In most cases, divorce does not have to be the outcome. He recommended, Choose a companion carefully and prayerfully, and when you are married, be fiercely loyal one to another. Priceless advice comes from a small framed plaque I once saw in the home of an uncle and aunt. It read, Choose your love, love your choice. There is great wisdom in those few words. Commitment in marriage is absolutely essential. I think President Spencer W. Kimball said it best when he taught, Real, lasting happiness is possible, and marriage can be more an exultant ecstasy than the human mind can conceive. This is within the reach of every couple, every person. It is certain that almost any good man and any good woman can have happiness and a successful marriage if both are willing to pay the price. As we reaffirm our commitment to our marriage relationships daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly, we will reap the rewards of our labors. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 